Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Travis Scott. You got that right. Good. I should hope that I know your name Mm -hmm. reasonably well by now. We have been friends for many years. Many? At least three. At least, I was going to say, at least six because we're being how long this podcast, podcast. 2017 yeah. well i'm not sure if we were technically friends for the first you know two to three years of the podcast we were sort of more <laughs> acquaintances yeah. yeah uh those early days yeah no that's not true we've been friends for a long time uh what are we doing tonight trevor we are doing some ramped up click pitch which is a game where we each have a random word generator and the count of three two one we're going to get an adjective and a noun we're going to smash them together and come up with a lovely game baby that we'll mm. nurture until we throw it out with the bathwater and do another one. That's right. So let's jump right in. Three, two, one, click. Miraculous. Doomed. Ooh. Plain fiddle. Ooh. A miraculous fiddle. Yeah. On a plane that is doomed. Mm. Now, is that a flying plane or is it just a just plain just a plane. Uh, it's P L A N E. Okay. So it's either a flying plane or, or it's a, flat a tool surface. in the workshop. <laughs> well, yes, or a tool that you use to make a flat surface. A um, single sided flat surface. That- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the idea of the fiddle. The fiddle is, is you know, historically used to battle the devil, yes. Yeah. But, but I feel like it comes up in. In different mythological things, or at least it gives that uh, that sort of idea. So I do like, yeah, maybe like a plane, a plane that's going down, and the devil comes, or or, or a demon comes, or something, and like offers a deal to save it, or something. Well, I'm thinking that the reason why the fiddle is quite often used, and what you don't realise is. This particular fiddle is a miraculous instrument. Like, it's a, it's an mm. instrument of God. Um, mm. Quite literally, it's God's fiddle. It's God's fiddle. Fiddle of the gods. Yes. It turns out that uh, the devil has always been trying to, trying to get at this thing. And you're, you think that you're saving all these people on here by, by, handing across the, the fiddle to the devil. But mm. really, you've just, like doomed, you've doomed, doomed the, the, the planet, whole like plane of existence, and so you, as as like the last of, of your bloodline, <laughs> is that relevant? I I think you're a de- a distant and I'm talking distant relative of God, in the fact that you're you're one right. of Jesus's like many descendants. And that just happens to be the the only reason why you didn't get, you know, taken straight to hell. Right. When Helen- There was some sort of protective Earth force from your blood. Or whatever. Yep. Okay. So, is this- uh, This is some sort of adventure-y thing to get back the fiddle then? Is this yeah. all- Is this all the- the opening cinematic. Yeah, pretty much. You're, You're thrown into the, hell. The, the the prologue is you on a plane, fiddle in the seat next to you, kind of like, um, you know, that scene in Kill Bill where where 
the bride is like traveling and she's literally got the sword out and proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is that scene, but with a fiddle. Uh, it's strapped in, and right. as the plane starts nosediving, the um one of the one of the stewards comes up, and it turns out this guy's got horns and like has, has a rather mm. red tinge to his face, mm. and he goes. Tell you what, sir, if you if you give me that fiddle, I will make sure this plane doesn't go down, because if you've noticed, we are rather vertical at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just going straight down. Um yeah, I like I like that. What were you doing with the fiddle in the first place? Did you know it was God's fiddle? Or are you just a you I, know, I, I think classical violinist I, who I think has you, happened you're to a, inherit it you, in some way? You happen to come from a long line of of classical fiddlists. Right. Um, so it's like being handed down. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. This feels like maybe like a Metroidvania. Yep. Through different areas of hell. And I wonder if there are different instruments that you pick up along the way. They're all stringed. Okay. Although I do kind of like the idea of a pan flute. Yeah, I don't think oh. they need to all be stringed. I think just different or- orchestral instruments is is fun. Yeah, you pick up a flute and that like, you know, it, it's it's like a pick up a flute, pick up a lute. Um, what pick else? Pick up some fruit. Yeah, that's got nothing to do with the orchestra. That's just you know. that, that's that's just how you get um that's just how you get health back. That yeah you yeah you eat like good quality fruit, not the rotten fruit that. You normally find in hell. In hell, yeah. Maybe the flute brings back the fruit. Yes, and it turns out that's its secret power. It, it can like ripen fruit because it's it's all it's all things that rhyme. Yes. So the flute brings back fruit. The cello brings makes back jello. the enemies mellow <laughs> <laughs> and turns their knees to jello. Yeah. Yeah. And their ears yellow. Mm. And in the end, you want to get the fiddle because you're really hungry and you want yep. to cook something on a griddle. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that you got to oh, be no, very- it's because the it's because you need to restore the middle, which mm. is like between heaven and hell. It's, yes, yes. It's the middle realm. That is perfect. That is actually mm. really good. Um, you just got to be very careful with the guitar because it'll just give you a severe smoking, like, habit. Because of yeah. all the tar. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going for cigar. <laughs> oh, which cigar. Also like, well. Which also works. I should have just- I should have just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go. It gives you a really nasty nicotine addiction. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. I don't. <laughs> rhyming things dumb, but I did <laughs> uh, in a fun way. I do kind of like that idea there of gathering these different instruments to then, as as is often the case, unlock you know in a very Metroidvania way, un- unlocking the different areas. So yeah, I mean my my original thought with the flute actually was that it like creates some sort of upward lift because it's a very kind of high like floaty sound and that you know lets you enable gusts of wind upwards to get to places that you wouldn't be able to reach um the the cello is a more of a you know low note Mm -hmm. sustained thing that maybe it like 
rumbles through and breaks down rock barriers or something. Yeah. Um, the final battle does get a little bit messy because mm-hmm. it's all about the drums. Okay. Yeah. So, all of those plums. No, I was going to say the devil comes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and three, two, one, click. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> the devil comes. C-O-M-E-S. <laughs> no. That doesn't rhyme. I mean, it still does rhyme with drums. We'll just call it the devil's drums. (laughs) Only we'll know. Uh, All right. Three, two, one, click. Exaggerated qualifier. Bananas conduct. Ooh. I like using bananas as the adjective, as I guess it's supposed to be in this case. I'm just yes. like, this is totally bananas. It's unlike the previous game, which was very, very serious. Um, oh, absolutely. Th- this Dead, this one deadly is, serious. is very, like, on the nose. Like, it's, it's jokey. Yeah. So, so, what was yours? Exaggerating what? Exaggerated Qual- qualifier. Yeah. Qualifier. Okay. Mine was- my, I had to conduct in there, which I almost want to go the orchestra again. Like a yeah, conductor. Or maybe a different sort of conductor, like a train conductor. I was thinking, what if this was a wacky race? Hmm. And you've qualified for this- for this wacky race. Hence, okay. you know, you know, the Herbie goes bananas sort of- sort of thing of- Oh. Oh, Okay. I was thinking when you said a wacky race, I was thinking wacky races. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking, you know, kind of Herbie, Herbie sort of like anthropomorphic cars or at least one of them <laughs> that's qualified for this race. Hmm. And it's just, it's sort of like a, a, I don't know, a race around the world as a car. That could be kind of cool. Around the world. Yeah. Okay. So, you're doing different- Because around the world would be less like- Presumably, you're not all head-to-head the whole time. It would be more strategic about getting places fast. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like if you think of Tour de France, which is, you know, you don't really get ahead of anyone, but what, you, what you're actually doing is you're vying for- Because it's more of a marathon sort of- Yeah, you're a ma- it's a marathon thing. Around the world is just hmm. you're going to do all these different races throughout-, throughout Oh, I see. Throughout you're the world. You're not literally trying to just get from one place and go around the entire world the fastest. I think- how far you get in a day sort of gives you gives you the feel as to you know how where you start the next day and all that sort of stuff like okay so it's more you're extrapolating your performance from a single race sort of thing it's like okay we're doing italy and I mean, you might, maybe you would, how, how big's Italy? Can you get across Italy in a day? <laughs> in Europe, they're all <laughs> tiny countries. I mean, in Australia, you can, like, go from Melbourne to Adelaide, and it's not even a quarter of the way across the country. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one day. 
What are, what are the sort of obstacles? Like, what are the what's the difference between the races then in different? Uh, are we like theming them in different ways based on where you're racing? Yeah, yeah. I I think um, there's definitely got to be a race in the outback, and you know you're dodging kangaroos and and um, trying to get around those nasty drop bears and hoop snakes mm. and. You know, all, all, the, all the regular Australian for- wildlife. Yeah, the stuff we do every day when we go to the shops. Yeah. 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 Um, so, just got to be very careful about, you know, being too stereotypical. Um, so, they don't quite drop as many C-bombs as, as what you normally <laughs> expect them to. <laughs> Stereotypically. Stereotypically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we only we it's only, only have, it's only about seven times in a minute. Not and we not only the, have five corks on our hats. Yeah, you know, not the twelve that they always put. Oh God, so so derogatory. You know, yeah, twelve. Uh, and it, then so the Italian level, you're yeah. riding, on, you're driving on pasta roads, yes. and dodging meatballs. <laughs> not being stereotypical at all. <laughs> <laughs> just be very careful in Spain where you've got all the paella. Just and you're running from constantly being thrown at you. And you're, and you're running against bulls, yeah. Mm, mm. You're riding bulls. Yes, you're riding bulls. Um, and in America, you're just getting shot at the entire time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and for some reason, still riding bulls. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> Maybe instead of- Maybe this is all one race. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, like- Maybe it's that wacky that at, you you drive through these different areas of You drive the through world. a portal. And then you're, you're all of a sudden driving through the, all past, of, yeah, the past the roads and of it's, Italy. It's almost- then- Oh, you know what it is? It's almost like the WarioWare of racing games. Where- <laughs> You've got, you know, like five seconds to sort of figure out, oh, okay, I'm on a bull and, oh, shit, there's fucking beans and rice being thrown at me. <laughs> and you get asked at the end, name the countries from- <laughs> <laughs> From left to right, <laughs> you know. Like, oh, after you've gone through after them all. After you've gone you through them to- all, mm-hmm. you got to go, okay, um- that rather normal deserty level that must be Mexico, and then uh, you know the one with all the drop bears that was definitely Australia. One with all the sheep shaggers that was definitely New Zealand. Oh no, sorry, that was <laughs> no. Australia too. Damn that it! Was, <laughs> yeah, as in not T O O, but the number two, the sequel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it turns out that that was Australia. New race Zealand two. was the one with all the hobbits. Yes, exactly. You, you know that New Zealand shaking sheep. New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealandia, <laughs> New Zealandia <laughs> is um is Middle Earth. Mm. Um, I'm going to say three twenty. <laughs> God, this doesn't bode well for the rest of the night, does it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, it does not. Dear listeners, we're currently recording three episodes in a row, so sorry simultaneously. For the- actually, yes, yeah, simultaneously. It's, yeah, it's going to be weird. Um. <laughs> Hopefully, the next two episodes aren't completely. It could go in one unusable <laughs> two ways: we just go completely off the rails, or we get so tired that we mellow just, out. Yeah, completely like. Well, useless. you have, you, you played that cello, so that's what that's why we mellowed. Cello, okay. Three, two, one, click. 
Shouted Breach. Jammed Survival. Ooh. So, Breach, you said. Yeah, but I, you, I said s- jam- you said jammed, and that makes me think of, like, jamming out in a band. Because then shouted as well kind of gave me just mm. a, like, powerful vocals vibe. Okay. So, may- maybe this is- a, a jam band surviving during an apocalypse and trying to stop their, their hideout from being breached. Okay, the during the apocalypse is interesting. I was going- I was thinking maybe you fell through some sort of breach in, yep. you know, the dimensions into something else. But no, I- post-apocalyptic is interesting. Apocalypto. Using your- <laughs> using your heavy metal music to, <laughs> you know, fend off- <laughs> it's a Kuridas game, basically. <laughs> okay. You were jamming out all the all the all the guys from Kuridas all jamming out together in the in the in the ship, in ship, the ship container. container. Mm-hmm. Um in this case I think I think we'll we'll not give them names. Um even though we, we this know is the a most fictional this alternate is a, history version of yeah. Kuridas. Yeah. So anyway, the most handsome one, uh, the the bass player, he um, <laughs> unnamed, but he he steps out like after you know do, doing this amazing bass riff, steps out and he's just in this wasteland. Right. So they were <laughs> they, they, they were playing so loud so and so hard, hard that they that didn't they, notice they, the world. They, collapsing outside of the, exactly. the jam space. Yeah, they, they they thought you know the the thirteen hour bass solo was you know just <laughs> just this amazing thing and and it had all these layers, but it turns out that a lot of those layers were actually the drums. You know, funnily enough, oh, and also and yes, also the, yeah. you know earthquakes and asteroids and um and everything else. That, the that dinosaurs happened. are back for some reason, and then they died. Again, within that thirteen-hour period, it was yeah. it was nuts. Yeah, and um, we missed it all because <laughs> we were in such. We were just in the zone. They, yeah, I mean, they. Sorry, not a, not us. <laughs> so this is not a self-insert <laughs> video game. It's about a different handsome bass player. Exactly. This one doesn't have a grey beard. <laughs> This one's got short hair and and a darker beard, <laughs> not as big a gut. <laughs> In fact, it looks very much like the one that's actually on the um on the, <laughs> on on the, the album, f- cover. album album cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so you make your way out into this wasteland, and you're surviving. Is this actually like a survival? Game with kind of yeah you got you got three heavy meters mu- like music you got three meters you've got mm. um thirst hunger and jamitude right so and if you go too, too if you go too low, if you go on too too low on jamitude that's that's when you know you start falling apart as in like the whole the whole band reality. falls apart and reality oh right. Yeah. You, as in the band breaks up. The band breaks but up. You and don't it, and, get along anymore. And that's the end of the game because- The music is all that's holding you together. Exactly. 
literally. Because uh, if you if you don't play, then then your all your atoms just dissipate. Just dissipate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like all of our games tonight are uh, uh, <laughs> barely games. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think all our games for the last <laughs> six years have been barely games, but tonight is the most barely of them. Yeah, tonight the atoms of the games are barely being held together. Yeah, not um, jamming hard enough. In fact, one of the things that that happens in the middle of the game, a la. Uh, turns out that the the song uh, Kuradust, where we find out that the band's the band has super rock powers, mm-hmm. they wrote it after the game because it turns out that they they had had these super rock powers of you know the bass player being able to go through um, solid objects and all this sort of yeah. stuff by vibrating himself through it, and then you know uh, whatever the other two had. <laughs> 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 you, you, you had you had the power to. Like, I think I command. could like control command. Yes. Yeah. And when I say I, I mean the vocalist. No, I mean of the vocalist. Yeah, the, the the vocalist of this of this fictional band. <laughs> and I think uh, the guitarist could just like control electricity mm. and shit. No, well, I think it's just, like yeah. melt things. Yeah, yeah just like create energy, mm. basically. Um. What what could the what could the robotic drummer do? The robot, yeah, the robotic drummer is like your. It's our little, like companion, like it's an actual robot. Yeah, Sparky with with drumsticks. Like it can switch its hands to be drumsticks. You know, mm. like it could also. Yeah, <laughs> three, two, one, click. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, fuck. Ecological University. Steady climate. Okay. <laughs> I think, though, that this is the university for, like, the creatures of the forest or something. It's like a- Yeah. That's ecological you, of The course. nymphs so and it's, the it's, fairies it's the well, it's the and well-known the gnomes. It's, it's the well-known university of, of all the fairy folk. Mm-hmm. But the climate, but the climate change is part of the emergency. Like, yes, like you know, is a, is starting to affect them. So I think so. It's Fern Gully University, and when we play, we play an exchange student. Okay, from the human world. From the human world, <laughs> um, Cassandra. Uh-huh. She's been. She, like okay. this is this is the year after we found out about ecological you. Mm. Well, they approached us because they the climate crisis had gotten so bad. They needed to sort so of make she, themselves known. She's she's one of the thirteen lucky lucky mm. humans that have that mm-hmm. have got to got to you know transfer onto onto good old EQ. Yep. And so there's also another like thirteen uh, nymphs and and you know that have gone and stuff off that to have gone to, to like, universities. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny For thing is that cultural they, exchange. They, they chose Greendale um, Community College because they, uh-huh. the, the whole green thing. But um, yeah, so so throughout the game, you just kind of you start getting you just hear stories of the chaos that's happening. Uh, you know, they're trying to learn 
stuff about the human world to figure out how to change the climate crisis, but and instead they're getting the, shot with paintballs. And, and um, you know, the only history class is history of ice cream and, you know. Yeah. Turns out they really love that Which, class. Which, I mean, yeah, they, like, they, had, they don't have ice cream in their world, so. Win-win. Um, so, okay, the game is actually very much like Bully. Yeah, I could see. That's, I mean, an, yeah, an open world-ish. Do you get- is this- because I'm picturing equal- I'm picturing all of these creatures as, like, small. Right? Like, diminutive yeah, in yeah. size. Yep. D- um, have you been shrunk down? No, I, th- I think- I think they do t- kind of tower over, so they've got to kind of duck down as they're walking okay, through. Okay, so they're not like- they're not like sit in the palm of your hand size, these fairies and, no, 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 and things. No, they're no. like halfling yeah, size. Yeah, probably, you know- about your rib height? Yeah, okay. All right, that's fine. And so they've really got to they've got really got to stoop down to to get through the halls mm. of of this university. Mhm. Thankfully they had relatively high ceilings already for the fairy folk. For the fairy for folk, you, yeah. you do have to stoop a little. Yeah. 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 Just enough that um you know, if if you went in crouching, you'd be too low. So you you just got to stop. no you just have to be uncomfortable the entire time <laughs> very uncomfortable <laughs> come out of this with a very bad back okay I I picture that there's there's like a gang of um, nymphs and druids who who really don't like the human folk well I mean they blame humans for the crisis yeah and despite you being you know relatively young and have you know fought fought for climate change uh, for climate progress your whole life yeah yeah you're a human yeah they discriminate against you yes are you um are you learning magic and stuff or are you le- more learning like or like is there forest magic that you're learning yeah i th- i think you you're learning about energy and how it how it yeah, gets transmitted like between sort of a deeper insight into yeah the, the the way of of nature and the forest yeah and a lot of the a lot of the stuff that comes out is very forcey powers like as in you know mm. very star warsy mm. um in fact you know cassandra references star wars a lot and they don't get her references they think that <laughs> right. you know she's she's just really really um you know clever in the fact that she's able to oh. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that- Oh, wow. It helps you know, her to sort of understand- Yeah. Yeah. The- when, when, she, when she learns how to propel the forest energy in a physical manner- Yeah. She's just like, oh, it's like force push. Force push. push. Yeah. Mm. It's like, for, force push. Uh, okay. Yeah, we, ju- we just- we're, we're moving matter away from- Yeah, us. no, yeah, it's, yeah, push it's a nature shove. What? Like, force push? <laughs> what is this? And it's like- and then when you want to bring things towards you, oh yeah, you just pull up, do a force pull like this, and it's like no, no, that's a yank. No, no, yeah, <laughs> you, you 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 yank it. It's it's easy. Like what? Stop using these weird words. But she's amazing at it. Like she connects yeah, the energy natural. between. Um, like she notices that. When she, when she, you know, taps into, into the magic, well, in, into the energy between these trees, mm-hmm. like she can just re-harness that energy and, and, you know, pull energy out of 
you know, nowhere, basically. Yeah, I think you definitely so go along connected. with a bit of the kind of chosen one story of, you know, oh, this, you come in here and you are, you're a natural at this, you're more powerful than anyone anyone's ever seen. You know, there's never been a human disconnected to nature before. And then you bring that back out into the human world and they probably kill you and dissect you. Yeah. Uh, and the climate that, crisis and, continues. Yeah, and and that's just like it's a very depressing. <laughs> it's a very depressing ending. It's, like, I mean, it's very fun and whimsical throughout most of it. And yeah, then it's just the ending. Just it stabs you in the heart and just twists yeah. that knife mm. and twists it some more and sort of does a seven twenty sort of twist. Yeah, like the classic Tony Hawk seven twenty knife twist. Yeah, seven twenty. In fact, I think he does even a, a you know. 980 or whatever the fuck it 900 he does 900 because he was right. the first one to do a 900 yeah and and he does it in your heart yes. with a knife yes oh sorry tony hawk is is like one of the exchange students that he's a hawk and his name yes. is tony yeah oh <laughs> yeah he's one of the exchange students that's in the human world yeah 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 it's a big misunderstanding as to why he stabs you in the heart with a knife and spins into 900 degrees but uh it's because he's taken on too many human attributes and he now yes, under- yes. you know he's bought into capitalism he's gotten very rich while he's been out here and he's a really good skateboarder um yeah well the wings help yeah three two one click yeah let's do one more Nice quick one. Eligible telescope. Obstructed squash. Okay. I mean, telescope and obstructed, obviously, related in oh, certain I, ways. Are I, you- I, I really like this as it's it's just a um, it's just a single screen adventure. Okay. And all you're trying to do is just clear the telescope so you can- Right, like you can see do some celestial event. Yeah, so see the celestial event, but there's just shit that's in your way. You know, it's obstructing your view of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Is this stuff that's outside? Like, are you in? Where are you? Are you outside? Like on your on your lawn? Like trying to look up and things keep. <laughs> getting in the way. People, things literally obstruct your vision. In the sky, rather than I was thinking that, that you were a you're in a like a um, observatory, but it's like something's happening. But no, I love your idea about it's yeah, just a backyard no. guy, and it's like someone's fucking like in a hot air balloon or something, or I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like cleaning, like up on the power poles, doing I don't know, like yeah, like there's there's just shit that keeps getting in the way. <laughs> I love that your neighbour, like. Yeah, I've just chosen this 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 time to give my jetpack a go. <laughs> flying around on a jetpack. Just right in front of, you know, the alignment between Jupiter and Saturn or whatever. <laughs> and then your other neighbour goes, hey, I just got the brightest flashlight. He turns it on yeah. and it turns on his brightest day. <laughs> That's it. Like, there's light pollution. There's people just distracting you, like, bumping you, bumping the telescope. Like, you can't set it straight. Like, someone's out there fucking walking their dog or something, and the dog's running around and keeps bumping the telescope. <laughs> of course, you know, you're in you're in a pumpkin patch. Okay, yeah. squash. Um, right. And you've got to be very careful because they're your mum's prized pumpkins. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say the Great Pumpkin. It's Halloween and the Great Pumpkin comes and floats up well, in front that, of your telescope. Well, that does happen at the end, but, you know, we right. don't have to give away the, no the end of it. But I was just thinking because, you know, squash and pumpkins, you know, they are kind of similar root vegetables. Are they root vegetables? No. Uh, no, they're, they're on they're a vine, squash, so- I think. Like, yeah. isn't that the- yeah. I, think a, I think a pumpkin is a squash. Yeah. And they, they're on vines, so they're not actually- um, but still, I, I I think that's really great. You know, you've you've got you know the pumpkin patch. You've got you know um, you got to be very careful about all the all the people who are trying to come in and steal your steal your mum's prized pumpkins because it's Halloween next. <laughs> right. Well, that could be one of the obstacles, like teenagers yeah. coming to to steal Halloween uh, steal Halloween pumpkins. And yeah, I think just like a a series of. Yeah, a series of these interruptions that you're solving. Yeah. And then what happens when you solve them all? Do you-, you That's when the great, actually, that's when the great pumpkin out, comes. It turns out you're actually trying to just like peeping Tom, the neighbor. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually a, a celestial event at all. It's, it's, it is a celestial event. Her name's Celeste. <laughs> and you're just a horrible peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> God, Mom, so good. I'm just to see the celestial event. <laughs> you leave that poor girl alone. <laughs> and- God, I taught you better than this. <laughs> Credit. <laughs> um, we don't condone peeking in no. people's bedrooms at all. And in fact, that's why he gets in trouble, and that's why yes, you know, it's- even even the great pumpkin, you know. The great pumpkin is there. Like, it's trying to warn him off being yeah. a perv. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of tonight's That's episode. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> if you would like to find all of our previous episodes online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Shoot us a review. Uh, let us know what you thought. If you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that you're in luck. That. That song is a song called Mount Defiance of the album Containment Failure by this mystical band called Kuradust. Mm. Um, you may have heard us reference them. Which we referenced before. Like, it's an actual band and it's actual music that you can go listen to right now. Just go to kuradust.bandcamp.com and you can hear, like, a whole song instead of just a 30, se- 30 seconds snippet. That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm the devil and I drum. <laughs> <laughs>